What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles here, a.k.a. the Kimura King, a.k.a. the Ayatollah of Ankle Locks. Um, I was listening to the Ryan Pineda show. He's this Filipino uh, house flipper, and there, there's just so many limited resources out there to just learn about finance and marketing and sales. Like so many BS podcasts. So what I find is that the real estate podcasts are very good because you could see that people are actually successful. So I just listen to that. Even though real estate's not my focus, I learn a lot of business from these real estate podcasts. So it helped me a lot with my commercial uh, real estate search. Um, but my main point here was he does these, he, most of the episodes are like hour, two hours, three hours, but he does these 15 minute episodes called bonuses. And I'm thinking about just doing that because, you know, when I'm on a rush for time, I'll listen to the 15 minute episode. I'm I'm not in the fucking mood to listen to an hour, two hour episode. Let's just do 15 minutes. And I ended up listening to like 20 of the 15 minute episodes. So I might start adding that to my repertoire here. Um, as a listener, if you like this, shoot me a DM. Let me know. What do you think? Do you like the long form? Do you like the short form? When I have a guest on, I usually try to hit an hour. When I do a solo, I usually try to hit half an hour. Those are my goals, right? But I've been thinking lately, fuck it. Let's just do 15 minutes and see what the people think. All right, guys? But... Before we start the episode, y'all know what to do. Whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, go give it a five-star rating. Go like it. Go on your Instagram story, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Share the episode because this really helps me grow and it helps with the algorithm. All right? Please go follow me on Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu, at Rambling with Rack. And if you are in the North Jersey area, check out ImmortalsJiu-Jitsu.com. I'm thinking about expanding into like a Gracie University type thing to where I put my classes online. You could sign up and just take the classes wherever you are in the world. Let me know if you're interested in something like that. Otherwise, enjoy the episode. So this episode is going to be about Immortals 2.0, what I went through to find it, what I went through to start it, and my current process and what I'm doing to sign the lease and get it started. So let's talk about my current situation where I sublease, okay? Subleasing, why it sucks. Number one, 
you are at the mercy of the person <clears throat> that runs the building. So I sublease from a Taekwondo instructor. He has classes from three o'clock to eight o'clock, which is why I can only have classes after eight o'clock and 8.30. So Mondays, I have a 6 p.m., a 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Because Mondays, he does virtual. Tuesday through Friday, my classes start at 8.30 p.m., which is extremely late, which is a huge reason why a lot of nine-to-fivers just don't sign up. They're like, yeah, I get out of work at 5 I just want to work out and then go home. You know, people don't like to go home, relax, have dinner, and then come uh, work out. So even with that, though, I was able to create a very, very successful program with a shit ton of students. Why? It is amazing because it's so low risk. I see these people. They're like, hey, I want to run a jujitsu gym because I don't want to work a real job. They lease a place, they sign a two-year lease or five-year lease, they buy mats, they buy wall mats, they buy a front desk, they paint, they get tiles, they pay for marketing. After they're about twenty dollars to $30,000 in the hole, they realize, number one, that they suck at teaching, number two, that they hate teaching, and number three, that they made a big mistake. If you sublease, when I first subleased, me and my business partner were like, you know what, let's try it out. Let's do three classes a week for now, for starters, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Let's make the class from eight o'clock to nine. And what was fascinating was that we never had a building up process because me and my business partner had such a so many accolades in competition and how active we were on social media. When we opened up the gym, it was packed immediately. It got so packed around December. We opened October 18th, 2020. It was getting so packed in December and January that I'm like, oh my God, we can't sustain this anymore. Um, now, what I didn't realize that gyms are cyclical. You know, it's very busy in the fall, very busy in the winter, starts to die down in the summer. With me, it doesn't die down that much in the summer, still pretty packed, but definitely less people than in the winter. But it took me about six months or a year to realize, oh, okay, I can do this for a living and I could do this for the rest of my life. So let's start looking. The misery the misery of looking for a spot I'm going to go over next. But first, let's finish why subleasing is good and bad. Uh, we went over why it sucks, why it's amazing, why it holds me back because I could only have class after 8. I have a couple 12 o'clocks, but that's about it. Uh, limited class that I cannot have a kid's program because he teaches his kids at 3, 4, and 5. Um, so not having a kids program was huge. So many people hit me up to bring their kids and I'm like, whoops, sorry. So let's move on to how I looked for a spot. Dude, it's, it's, it's been rough, man. I've got so much going on. 
with the new school, with construction, with everything, that I literally sometimes forget that I have a podcast. Uh, today, I was just like, oh shit, haven't done an episode in a while. When was the last time I recorded? The last time I recorded, it is now October 7th. Or The last time I recorded a podcast was September, I'm sorry, August 23rd. And no excuses. People say this did not happen. Yes, I've been very busy, but I could have easily, easily made time to do at least 10 episodes. No excuses. People love to say I'm busy. I couldn't text you back. It's not that you were busy. It's that you don't really give a fuck. So since you didn't give a fuck, now we're not friends. Me, I give a fuck about this podcast. I'm just... I just need to find a more, I just have to be more consistent, you know? So anyway, now that I'm done rambling with my fucking bullshit, let's, let's, let's get into business. So it says, last thing I spoke about was subleasing. Subleasing is awesome because you don't have to put that much of an investment in. You could see if teaching is for you. And after almost two years, I realized teaching is definitely for me. I'm making good money. I have a lot of students. My students are extremely successful in competition. We're doing something right. And I have the confidence to now move into my own space. So I did. Um, First found a place, 199 Skulls. It's in a giant sports complex. There's a pool, there's basketball, there's soccer. And they have an extra spot there where I put my gym. Um, at first, it's like, we're going to do a usage agreement. Sure. And then I was waiting for a lease. And as I'm waiting for a lease, I'm like, I'm going to have my lawyer review it and get back to you guys. The owner was like, yeah, I don't want to go back and forth with a lawyer. Um, at this point, I'm a little bit um, just a little confused. I'm like, why not? seems a little shady but whatever man at this point I already told everybody that I was gonna start a gym Um, I already told everyone and to back out of it at this point would have been bad and I just couldn't see myself going back to the old place again after all these promises were made so I took a big risk and I started moving into the new place mats mats if you want to buy them online Fuji six thousand dollars if i want to mat up uh, 1100 square feet that's going to easily be six to seven thousand if i want wall mats for that area it's easily going to be around ten thousand dollars the stars aligned at so many points during this journey that i truly asked myself is there someone up there watching over me because after these things happen it just seems so likely So when I finally decided to close on the gym, the next day on Facebook Marketplace, I find a guy that's giving, uh, that's um, his business just shut down or something, opening up another one. And he had about $7,000 worth of mats that he needed to get rid of ASAP. So I drove down to South Jersey once to see them. And it was enough to mat up a decent portion of my spot. I went down twice with a pickup truck to see, okay, let's fill it up in the pickup truck. Nope, definitely doesn't fit in the pickup truck. Uh, Barely fit. 
So after asking around, I got my friend Adi, I mean my student Adis to come with the giant construction van. And he was able to help me move all of them. So we put them in, we put them on the ground, and I noticed that it, it, it matted up about 75% of the room. A lot of these mats were partials. So after we did that, I'm like, okay, what the fuck? What am I going to do? I'm like, my wrestling mat will, will take care of the rest. Because I have a big wrestling mat. I put my wrestling mat down. Not only does it not cover most of it, it just looks really stupid. I thought it was going to look cool like Daisy Fresh. It looked stupid. And I'm like, fuck, I'm fucked. This, this looks terrible. That night, I kid you not, that night, I find more mats for sale. It says 18 mats for sale. And it's in Stockholm, New Jersey, very far away. I got my buddy Joel to let me use his van. I drive up to Stockholm and he's like, hey, I can't help you. I hurt my groin. So I'm like, this is going to suck. I got to load all these mats. There's a bunch of like 10 year olds about, I don't know, 10 of them, eight of them. He goes to the kids, get to work, kids. And I'm, I kid you not, within about five minutes, these little kids had moved these mats right to my fucking van. And I put them in the van. I take the mats, I place them in the new spot, and I'm like, holy shit. It is the exact right amounts that I needed to fill the space. The exact. Which, which again, takes me to that point. Like, is there someone watching over me? Whenever I'm, whenever I'm trying to do something that I was kind of meant for in life, like competing, teaching, etc., the stars align. When I try to go into the direction of where I'm not meant to go, I notice different roadblocks are put in place. So I wonder, you know, I ask myself. Now we had to cut the mats and do all that. I have my student, Eric, who trains with me, and he runs Ramirez Paint Bath Kitchen. I don't charge him because he's an OG. I just told him, you know, one day you're going to have to, you know, do a favor for me. I don't know when that is, but it will be one day. So Eric took out all the mirrors. This room had 270 degrees mirrors, took out all the mirrors, helped me cut the mats, threw the mirrors out, and it looks beautiful. It's just tough enough to have the tough guy vibe, but just nice enough to to have the nice vibe, you know? So... It, it's wonderful. I, I, I'm so fucking happy. It's so good to go to your gym at a reasonable time, 6.30 p.m., uh, 7.30 p.m., shower after and get home at like freaking 9.30. You have no idea how much it sucks to start class at 8.30 to get home <laughs> at like 11 it's a fucking nightmare 2001 the end of 2020 was a hard year my sleep schedule got fucked my energy levels got fucked my morning trainings got fucked i'm so happy i'm in such a better place now the room had hot water heaters Uh, i'm sorry it had heaters on the ground ground units the owner told me these heaters have not been used for a while and you know i'm putting down mats i can't have people bashing their heads into heaters so i'm like all right can i take these out i like, sure they haven't been used no water in them it should be easy to take them out 
So I get my buddy Joe and my buddy Frank to help me. I pay them, obviously. Before we take the heater out, he pokes a hole in one of the pipes and out comes disgusting freaking black water. And it's coming out hard. It's not coming out like water that's been sitting there. It comes out with a lot of pressure. So we're asking ourselves now, uh uh-oh, this is not a dead pipe. This is a live pipe. So for about three hours, we're there filling the buckets with water, wondering what the fuck's going on. Then we realize we got to take a risk. We're going to cut the end of one pipe. We had to go to the main valve room, figure it all out, what goes to what. This was a really, this was like a whole day process. It was a nightmare. Um, so we go to Home Depot. We get some plastic pipes so we could run to the end of the pipe and have this runoff go outside instead of in the gym because it was getting really wet. So we get some plastic pipes connected to the end, cut the end of the pipe, and black water just starts spewing outside. The entire front of the building was just black water. And the water ran for a good couple hours. If I had tried to stay there with a bucket, there was a good chance we would have been there all night. The amount of stress I had that day, the amount of shock I had that day was an absolute nightmare. I never thought like that would have been the outcome. I thought it was gonna be take a bunch of pipes, bunch of scrap metal, throw it away, sell it, whatever. But holy shit, was I wrong. Holy shit, was that a nightmare. Finally took the pipes out, finally cleaned the sides, and put some nice, beautiful wall mats in. Let's try this a third time. First time I tried to record this, it stopped by itself, and it was the Bluetooth on my car was on, and it got fucked. Tried to record it again. Something about my mom is that she never, ever, and I mean ever, picks up her phone when I actually need her. If it's an emergency and I just need her to pick up, she 100% of the time will not pick up. But the times are that are least convenient for when I'm in the middle of something, will call. I can't answer calls again, then calls again, then calls again. And it's almost exclusively, it's like Satan is in her soul. And every time when I'm mid-voice message calls, mid-podcast calls, it's like the worst fucking time. It's so frustrating. Holy shit. So let's try this one more time. I started the kids program finally. At my old spot, I couldn't because we could only have class at 8.30 and on. I told myself, I don't want to teach kids. I hate kids. So I got my student, Mike Yim, the Korean executioner. He is a fourth grade teacher. That's his career. And he teaches jujitsu at UFC Jim Rutherford. He taught at Rare Breed. He has a lot of experience. Um, so I hired him to teach. Now I still want to work. So I stay there. I help him. I chaperone. I don't freaking do much because I don't know how to teach kids. Big issue I had growing up was 
wrestling, lacrosse, football, the, um, the type of pieces of shit that the school system would hire. Like our wrestling program, if we didn't make weight, you would literally line up, line us up against the wall and, and whip us in the ass with a wiffle ball bat. He's like 13, 14 year old kids. Um, it was such a piece of shit that he literally just made jujitsu. Uh, he made wrestling just not fun. Like I loved wrestling so much, but this guy was just such an asshole that he literally took all the fun out of wrestling. Um, lacrosse, another psychopath that would punch kids in the face. Um, he bragged about how back in the day in football, if you didn't go low enough, he had a baseball bat and he would hit fucking people in the helmet and I'm like when I was 14, 15 I'm like yo this guy's so cool but as I grow older I'm like dude these are growing kids bro you're a fucking asshole you're a piece of shit like, what the fuck is wrong with you for our lacrosse coach we had a guy for JV he was this fucking loser sophomore in college, dropped out of college and he would come to practice literally drunk like reeking of alcohol no structure to the practice clearly didn't give a shit and wasn't even good so i am very 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 passionate about not having kids experience that so me i am not formally trained to teach kids so i'm not going to wing it you know i think that's fucking crazy that people do that so i'm there I'm watching Mike teach. Mike is a phenomenal teacher. I help him when I can. And I never thought in a million fucking years that I would ever say this. But I actually like being there. A couple of reasons. When you teach kids techniques, they're so grateful for it. It's so cool. It's like they're it's like they just discovered something new. It's so they're like so happy. They're really 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 happy to be there so that makes you feel great about yourself they love the techniques and the parents just telling you that the kid loves jujitsu more than all these other sports you're doing a great job um so far we're three classes in and man it is fulfilling i never thought i would say this i never thought i would enjoy teaching kids but holy shit it's actually really fulfilling. And the kids, maybe I got lucky, but the kids that, that signed up are pretty cool. One of them's really freaking tough. He's a bit of a meathead, just like me when I was a kid. Um, definitely has ADD, but we know how to deal with that. You know, me, me and Mike both had really, I mean, we still have really bad ADD. Um, other kid, very, very shy. She was like, so much anxiety her dad was telling me how she has anxiety issues and the whole class really quiet but we kind of got her out of her shell i was pretty much positive that she wouldn't want to do jujitsu but she told her dad that i can't wait to go back and i was shocked the next day i'm like holy shit that's so cool um so we've been with the kids program has been open for what three days now and we already have five signups. The parents love it. The kids love it. It's been a wonderful experience. Um, as far as the money makers in a gym, you know, the adults, yes, they're good. But the schools out there, 
that are million dollar schools that make a lot of money, they have a good kids program because an adult, when they are signing up for your class, they are, they are asking themselves, hey, is it worth it? Is it in my budget? You know, because adults have Netflix, bars, all these priorities. Parents don't blink a fucking eye because for a parent, um, it doesn't matter if there's a 200, 300, whatever dollars, their kid is their priority as, as it should be. And they're willing to pay. And usually they make decisions much faster than adults. I mean, people, adults trying to sign up for jujitsu. So I'm really excited about the kids program. I'm gonna continue just chaperone. I'm probably not gonna teach the kids for a couple of years. I, I definitely need to get more training. <clears throat> I'm gonna hire other instructors. Um, the next thing I'm gonna talk about is a zombie squad class. That's shocking. The 5.30 a.m. class. I can't fucking tell you how many people came into the old location, loved the class, loved the, loved the vibe, wanted to, wanted to sign up, and they're like, so what's the schedule? I said, well, I'm thinking to myself, it was on the website when you fucking came in, so you should already know it, but anyway, you know, we got class Mondays at 6, 7, and 8, and the rest of the week at 8.30, like, oh, 8.30... Man, that's that's really really late for me, and I'm like, oh well, you know, uh, you could always go to the gym and just come here after, or we have a 12 p.m. class on Thursdays. Like, oh no, we're looking for something, you know, I'm looking for something where I can get right out of work and just train. And at that point, I just want to shoot myself in the foot. And I'm telling you, I was looking these years for a spot, but fucking a, is it hard? But with the results I've had in the last two weeks, if I could go back, I would look 20 times harder. I would literally just day and night, just get up in the morning and all I would do, this is what I would do if I could go back, look. Because the benefits of having your own set place is, is fucking unbelievable. It's unfucking believable I've had so many signups in the last two weeks. People come. I love the 6.30 class. It's right after work. I love the 7.30 class. I can still get home. Um, if I have to stay late, I can take the 7.30 class. Kids program. What I love about the kids program is, um, you know, an adult, they're, they're going to weigh out their options. Do I need to do jujitsu? Do I really want to lose weight? Do I really want to learn self-defense? And then, you know, they give you the runaround. Parents, when they get there, they they know that they want their kid to be in a martial art. And usually they're very straightforward. They don't bargain. They don't bullshit. They sign up, which is great. Very little headache. I'm still very early into the kids program. So I hear parents could be annoying. Parents could be, you know, they coach their kids. They make a scene, etc. I'm not at that point yet, but so far, man, I see a really bright future for that. Now that I have more options for hours, I'm working a lot more hours, which takes me to my next point. Don't ever let your passion become a chore because I see a lot of jujitsu gym owners. They start off loving it. And then when they're at the gym every fucking day and they have to teach every day, they kind of 
fall off the wayside and they just start not liking it anymore. Um, you know, my old schedule, I would spend a lot of the day trying to get new students, going to LA Fitness, talking to people, meeting people, marketing, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more feet on the floor. So I leave my house around 8, uh, I'm sorry, 3 p.m. Get there at around 3.30, 3.45, tidy up the place, make sure it's presentable, turn on the heat. Um, kids class starts at 5.30, teach that, teach fundamentals, teach 7.30. And I'm there, uh, I'm there until about 9, then I got to clean up. Um, so about six and a half hours a day as compared to, I don't know, before it was anywhere from two to four hours a day. So I'm there for a lot more of the day now. And I'm going to ask myself, am I going to get jaded from this? So far, I don't think so. But if you don't want to get jaded, learn to delegate responsibilities. If you have a student you trust, hire them. Hire them to teach a class. If it's getting a little too overwhelming for you, have someone else teach that day. Take a day off during the week, you know? You don't always have to hustle. Um, in the beginning, it's important. But once it gets to the point where you don't like it anymore, then it's a problem. I've spoken to chess grandmasters who loved chess and they started teaching chess. And after teaching so much, they don't even want to look at a chessboard on their free time. I know a dietitian, all about nutrition, diet, etc. Now she does it all day. And when, she's, when it comes time for free time, that's the last thing she wants to do. I haven't gotten to that point because I love training still. Um, but then again, I've only been in the game for two years. Who knows what will happen after five, ten years, you know? So if I ever start to feel that way, I'm just going to delegate people to teach for me. And I will come enough to where I still love it. You know what I mean? I have added a couple of very unorthodox fringe time frames at my school and those are by far the most popular times. Um, you know, the average person, this is just from what I see jujitsu gyms doing that I never fucking understood, all right? Um, we've got weekend classes at 9 a.m. And the school of thought for most people is this, hey, I want to get up, do my jujitsu, and get it out of the way. As if it's a chore. As if it's like, I don't know. It's something you have to do. Get it out of the way so then I could go watch football, play darts, um, drink alcohol, whatever. But then there's the, the crazies out there like me. And I'm like... It's not really a get it out of the way mentality. It's more like this is my life. This is my day. So I want to do this when I'm at my optimal, uh, optimal, you know, mental, physical, emotional clarity. And um, during the quarantine days, our pro practices were at 2 p.m. Our pro practices in Austin are at 1 p.m., which really means 2 p.m. It's funny. The normal training times are called civilian training times, 
and the pro training is just pro training. So pretty much when all the civilians are at work, we're training. So that's the time I really love to train. I love to train in the mid, yeah, I guess you could call that mid-afternoon, um, 2 p.m., so um, I, it's just I did do the weekend trainings. I would get up. I do the early training. You, you half-ass the training. Um, you get done with training. You're like, oh, I got the whole day now. You know, and what what do I want to do? I want to train again. <laughs> so I did a 3 p.m. striking class, which is packed. I did a 2 p.m. Sunday open mat, which was packed. And I did a 7 p.m. <laughs> gi open mat Saturdays uh, at, the request, at the request of one of my students, Eric, which was packed, like packed, packed. It's wild. It's like I now have this blank slate where I don't have to ask any questions. I just do things. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And it's mind boggling. S- Saturday night. You know, most people want to go out and get crunk. I want to train jujitsu. There's other people like that. So they came and it was packed. Um, this is not a time frame I do, but a lot of people I know, they uh, work very early, you know. They don't do nine to fives. They do like seven to three. So I created a class called Zombie Squad. Um, the reason I call it the Zombie Squad is because of the movie Cobra with Sylvester Stallone. If you have not seen that movie, turn this podcast off, stop everything you're doing. I don't care if you're at work, at your kid's recital, what? Stop what you're doing and go watch that movie right now. Um, Cobra is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's about Sylvester Stallone, who's a cop, and he's on the zombie squad pretty much. When the regular cops tried to stop the bad guy, the SWAT stopped to co- stop, tried to stop the bad guy, and nothing worked. They bring in Sylvester Stallone, Cobra, because he doesn't give a fuck whether he lives or dies, and he always gets the job done. So if you're up at 5.30 a.m. to train jujitsu, there's probably something wrong with you, and you're probably insane. Therefore, you're a zombie. And if you come to 10 classes, you get a free Zombie Squad t-shirt. You cannot buy the Zombie Squad t-shirt. It's not for sale. You must earn it. So um, we got that. Um, And man, things are just going so good. I'm a very stoic guy. When I have ups, I try not to get too happy. When I have disasters, I try not to get too, you know, depressed. But I can't help but just fucking, I don't know, just um, gloat in my happiness right now. You know, my dreams are coming true. It's so awesome to have my own gym. And the future's looking good. There you have it, guys. That's the episode. If you guys enjoyed the episode, please give it five stars or please share it favorite it whatever you got to do on the platform that you are listening to if you're on instagram give it a share you don't you don't understand how much that really helps me thank you so much guys now before you leave you know what you got to do follow me
on Instagram at K O O L R A K at Immortals Jiu Jitsu at Rambling with Rack. Um, check out my website, immortalsjujitsu.com. Please give it a share and let's help the empire, the Sultan's empire, grow. Looking forward to the next episode and I will see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.